0: buzz, Buzz. 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 Welcome back to season, officially season, I guess, at the buzzer podcast. Um, Like I said, we're at the buzzer. We're with the Ralphie Report, uh, your source for all news, CU athletics-related. I'm Jack, and I guess for if there is new listeners. Uh, What we like to do is just talk about what kind of what we like, which is generally going to be football and basketball, but basketball is is doing nothing right now. So it's going to be a big football extravaganza. Um, Over there is our co-host and like eight time zones away, Sam. Hi, Sam.
1: Hi. Um, Well, I am not going to misread the notes like you just did. Uh, So I appreciate you introducing the guests, which I meant to do. (laughs) <laughs> we were supposed to have Two people um, Two people on the podcast Today but they can't make it today So we're going to push that back to next week But I do appreciate you introducing The podcast to our new listeners if To everybody yeah. To to all the Greeley Folks, north Northern Colorado Fans That's right. listening to the podcast That's right We're not going to talk about Northern Colorado <laughs> At all <laughs>
0: No, I will talk, we talk but, more about Greeley Central High School than we do about Northern Colorado.
1: Taboyles home. I hate Greeley West. I'm gonna be on the record. Why is that? Saying fuck. Uh, we played them in sports that I didn't like playing. We okay. it was like the farthest away I had to go for any games, and so it was annoying. <laughs> and I I I I, I played um, like middle school. I, I was in school in Platteville, Colorado. And so I played the Greeley schools all the time. And I thought mm. that I was beyond that part of my life when I was in high school. So it was very humbling to have to go back to Greeley mm. West.
0: Yeah. Um, my, my dad's whole also, side of the
1: family's from Greeley. So
0: I have fond memory.
1: As they say, Sam, cool. it smells like money. Well, Greeley, uh, Horace Greeley tried to make that into a utopia. And look what how that, how that went. Uh,
0: well, I, I, and I think Weldworks is something. I'm not a huge craft beer guy, but people love World Works, and that's up in Wealth County. So there's your okay. gre- welcome, I guess, to five really people that uh, showed up.
1: Yeah. Um, what's up? How's it going? Uh, we have a new Ralphie. Ralphie Report will report. <laughs> that's right. That um, Ralphie 6 is yep. on her way. She is going to be great. I don't know. I hope she gets loose on her first run like Ralphie 5 did. <laughs> Chris Fowler narrated the voice. I don't know what else to say.
0: I mean, that video is amazing. You should – everyone should watch the video. Um, John Snelson, who did the Rise in 2016, is back with the Buffs. There's actually a really long uh, interview. We like to cross-pollinate here with the free-balling guys at the Free Balling Podcast. They had John Snelson on, and they talked for a while about his journey. But he's amazing, so he's doing videos again. Ralphie, I think, was one of the first ones that came out of his brain in the second stint here. And uh, – um,
1: I want to confess that I have never once seen the Rise YouTube videos. Wow.
0: Okay. You need you to. Look like, like, you, you really
1: look, do need to. You look like, yeah, you look like you just saw a train wreck. I, your that face there. blows my mind. It really <laughs> does. I did not is... watch. I, it's, it's been on my watch list. I just don't watch videos very often, so I apologize to everybody. Um, other news. Hold on, we're not done. We're not done. We had to report on Ralphie.
0: Uh, He's the youngest Ralphie ever. We don't know the name yet. The youngest Ralphie ever. (laughs) Fifteen months old. (laughs) (laughs) That's one. That's one. But as you know, they have the second names. So this last one was blackout. Ralphie five is blackout. We don't know what this one is going to be. The early frontrunner is because they're all named after alcohol. The early frontrunner is Corona. Um, What?
1: You didn't Hang know any of second. this?
0: What? I didn't know any of this. Except for the first one, yeah. Two, three, four, and five. Was I supposed to know this? What were they? It's one of those, t- I think, t- is there tequila? Tequila? Moonshine there has one to be. Uh I don't know what one three or four is. And then Blackout was five, which is alcohol adjacent. And Corona, I believe, is an early front runner for six. I'm not a fan of that, but.
1: No, not with the timing.
0: Well, that's why it's be the front runner,
1: and also it's like why go
0: to light beer if you can just stay in the hard alcohol. Yeah, okay.
1: Whatever. Uh, what else I'm you not, got? So
0: youngest one ever, only five hundred pounds. Going to be a small one on on Friday, but that means that this Ralphie should have a long, illustrious career. And uh, unfortunately, was born in Nebraska. Uh, fortunately, escaped Nebraska, and also they should was, have covered up that fact. Well, it was thankfully uh, she was reared on a ranch run by Buffs, so it wasn't okay. terrible Nebraska. It was, I would imagine that I would call that ranches without borders mission for the CU, uh-huh. per, for the CU. Or uh, as we race. call it, the reverse Kenny Bell. <laughs> the reverse Kenny Bell, yes. Um, and this, this Ralphie is an orphan, was uh, abandoned by her bison mother uh, very early on. <laughs> And was raised by cattle. So, what, um, what
1: do you call a male buffalo orphan? What? Bison. Ugh. Okay, let's cut that one out.
0: <laughs> okay, so that's that's the new Ralphie. We're all very excited that they got that going. And uh, hopefully it looks like they're going to actually... I would say listen to that Freebowl interview, but it sounds like they're really doing a lot to market Ralphie this year. Um, and Hopefully that means that ACDC video is finally toast. I am sick of that video. Are you ready for a good time?
1: Nailed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> that just triggered a lot of yeah. Um. Speaking of Bison, who were not on the field in 2020 because of nice. leg injuries. Uh, Mustafa Johnson's coming back.
0: Um. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. So, uh, yeah, so amazing player, really productive last three years, struggled with a little bit of injuries. We all know Mustafa Johnson. He tried to go to the NFL, went undrafted uh, due to some injury concerns, I think is the rumor that I don't know if I'm supposed to say. Um, He (laughs) did not go to training camp, so he was actually eligible, or he had to fill out a waiver to return. Mm Mm-hmm um to college and there's like some logistical things that he has to like do but he's now eligible mm-hmm. to return and he just has to uh what what is it well there's a few things he has a few hurdles
0: he has to clear i don't want to like spe- i don't know where he's at in the process but basically he has to make sure that he's ncaa yeah. eligible again so there's a few things you have to do with that just make sure that you're not like i don't know I guess with NIL, it's less, and part of the reason this is allowed is because of the new NIL laws. Um, but this was this was a tease. We had uh, info on this, like, last week from some people, um, and, and we teased this out on Twitter, and it finally came to fruition, um, which was great to see. We didn't know if it was going to be, you know, set in stone. He has to serve out a bit of a suspension. Um and he also, you know, it's going to take a second to learn the playbook and everything. Um,
1: what would the suspension be for?
0: I, b- it, I believe it's just the NCAA being stupid. I think they're just making him sit out a few oh. games.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, so it's not disciplinary, so that's good.
0: No, but it, it, so he would be at conference play available, probably in the middle of conference play. Um, which is, okay. you know, usually when people start getting nicked up and banged up. So to be able to just yeah. grab a quick all-conference selection off the bench real quick. Uh, as USC comes to town, is quite the coup.
1: Yeah, so that's very exciting. That's like, again, like the whole question of the defensive line was, these guys should be pretty good, but they have zero depth. And also, how are we going to replace Mustafa?
0: <laughs> um, and, and the depth so. part is still true. It's just yeah, a little slightly true. less
1: scary. Um,
0: I will say, also, I, I we should have known this, but we didn't. The, uh, the UWSB Nation blog Put out a stat here that might be interested to some CU fan, <clears throat> CU fans. Uh, and basically, if Mustafa Johnson and Carson Wells play together um, in 53 combined games between the both of them, they have 52 and a half tackles for loss. So, oh goddamn, um, they will play together at some point this year, and that will be pretty hard to deal with, um, especially with. What should I say? The simplification of Carson Wells' role in this defense, which we will get to in a sec. What is it? Well, I, I we talked about the season <laughs> preview, but if we look at the depth chart, which also came yeah, out this sure. week and, and a lot of fans freaked out about, which I will say is not worth it. Um, Carson Wells was listed as a defensive end, hand in the dirt, which means they're officially switching to a four-man defensive front, 4-3. We, we kind of knew that. Chris Wilson only likes 4-3 defensive fronts. Um, and I, I think that's a really good fit for Wells. It means he has to do less covering. I don't think he's necessarily a bad coverage linebacker, and he might stay stick out there for a hybrid front, but it means he's going to be able to go in the backfield as much as possible.
1: I mean, how often is Terrell Suggs covering people anyway in a 3 4 defense? I don't know how much of a difference this will really be.
0: Well. Well, you're keying on a few different variations of the 3-4, right? Yeah, but Von Miller, for example, was in coverage in his career quite a bit for the Broncos. Okay. Um, So anyways, I think both of them are going to be able to stay on the line and rush the passer, um, which is, I think, amazing news. And then you add in Terrence Lang, and um, I don't know, that front seven is looking pretty top half of top third of conference level. It's looking pretty
1: good. Yeah, that seems fun. Uh, Nate Landman. Uh, I think there were some quotes on that that, like, the new linebacker coach said that if you hadn't told him that Landman was injured, he wouldn't mm-hmm. have known. So he looks great right now in camp, like playing with the exact same explosiveness that he had previously. Yeah, and, and yeah I mean, that's crazy. He's hmm. back for another year. I know,
0: and back so early. From I the love these movie. new rules. I know. Well, there's a fun. Dude, did stat. you see?
1: Good. Did you see the the Clemson backup quarterback tore his Achilles in spring camp, and he's already back? No, good God. And then a Russian gymnast at the Olympics tore his Achilles like two months before the Olympics, and he won gold. I, di-
0: I did see that. And it, well, he just, yeah. he just broke his body. He's just like, I don't care if it causes damage; if it doesn't hurt, I'm going to go.
1: Yep. Um,
0: the other thing that's crazy about these rules. Do you know who Ronnie Rivers is? Nope. He's a really good running back for Fresno State. Started as a freshman. And because he knew he wasn't going to play in the NFL, he just came back for his fifth year. So he's on his fifth year starting straight. No injuries, just fifth year starting. Uh and he's insane. Like he's just he's still as good as ever. He's gonna be another thousand yard rusher. Oh so God. thanks, NCAA. Um <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Yeah, I don't know. Layman coming back, he said he's better than he was before the injury. Who knows if that's true or not, but he says he says he is. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's game week. I'm getting pretty excited.
1: Yeah, so what do we – what what can we really realistically expect from this game against Northern Colorado in which CU is – how many point favorite? 30-point favorite? I think it's now 35-and-a-half. Yeah. What, what can we really glean from this? <laughs> nothing is the answer. Uh, you can't, I would push you're not going to get anything. I, um,
0: I would hope it's nothing. I would hope it's just an easy run the ball 80 times, go home in two and a half hours game. Uh,
1: Do you not think we'll have a better idea of the depth chart than the fake depth chart they gave us earlier this week?
0: Maybe, but I also think their goal is to make sure that it stays as fake as possible for the A and M game. I, I think their goal is to rotate as many players as they can.
1: Um, you know, you is that going to make a difference between losing by thirty and losing by twenty? Um,
0: no, and I think Carl Durrell will not run up the score at all, so it's not going to be okay. Like, you know.
1: Sorry, sorry, no, I meant I meant going into Texas A and M. Oh, I is see. that going to make a difference? <laughs> Yeah.
0: Well, I think the coaches would say that it does. I would say the coaches want to win that game. I don't agree that they will, but that's what they're going to think. Uh huh. Um, I don't know. I, I, you'll see more. You'll see, uh, like, you know, all of Brendan Lewis. That's one thing you can glean. But once again, you know, he's going against guys that are not going to be, these are the easiest, the easiest secondary he's going to face all year pretty significantly. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's hard to take anything from that. Uh, like you said, the depth chart's all crazy. Some of the guys that we've been talking up all summer, like the transfers, are just not even starting. Some are not even on the depth chart. Chris Miller's just not on the depth chart, um, which we know he's going to play a lot. So, you know, it's hard to get anything from that. And I think that's going to be true for UNC. I think their goal is to get, like, two quick scores, maybe three, and then just rotate guys in and out as much as possible.
1: And Ashad Clayton, maybe you can get he can get more than five carries and avoid some cryptic tweets after the game.
0: i okay. Here's a here's prediction I'm making right now. And this is Thursday, right now. We will see way more Josiah Davis than anyone wants to see in UNC. I guarantee it. I guarantee he's gonna get like 10 carries and Clayton's gonna get like eight. And fans are <laughs> gonna be pissed. I will say that right now.
1: Clayton's gonna run for two touchdowns.
0: He did last year in one game, so maybe maybe he'll do that again. I don't know. What I'm hoping is it's like the scrimmage where Jarek Broussard has two carries for 100 yards and two touchdowns, and then just leaves and then just leaves the field. That be great. wins
1: Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Week.
0: <laughs> exactly right. I don't know.
1: So, what is there anything we can really learn from the game if we if we don't have any expectations? What can we learn?
0: Uh, I think. Maybe a bit more of the Chev offense. I don't think we'll learn that much on that side. I think really what we're going to see is this new defensive front. Um, what that looks like. They say it's going to be hybrid. Is it actually going to be hybrid? Are we going to see four guys hands in the dirt more often than not? Mustafa is not available to play this week, obviously. Um, so we'll get to see either Naeem Rodman in, in some pretty extended snaps or Janaz Jordan. Um, past that, I, don't, I mean – There's a lot of familiar faces, um, especially on the depth chart. I guess we'll get to see some more Quinn Perry action in the linebacking core. I always like Quinn Perry. I think he's, he's a pretty good athlete. So that'll be fun, but uh, it's the goal. I should say the hope is that we don't learn that much about the actual performance of these guys that they get to, you know, go in at 50%, leave at 50% with a 20 point win. You, we know nothing about UNC, but you can pretty much guess they're not going to be good. <laughs> so, uh,
1: yeah. What? FCS champs, 1998. Shout out to Aaron Smith, yeah. Steelers legend.
0: Vincent Jackson uh, to UNC, RIP. Oh,
1: rest in peace. Fuck. Um, <laughs> man, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't even know. Is Dimitri Stanley going to get any catches? I don't know. My is- hope is that they
0: throw thrown a tight end 20 times and no one else. <laughs>
1: That's my goal, so. That's your hope for every game. Yeah, that's exactly right. I guess it. Are we even going to learn about the backup quarterback situation? Because I don't. If it's a good, if it's a good game, I don't. I assume Lewis won't be playing the whole time.
0: Right. So yeah, I think you see Drew Carter in there. Um, but I guess you can kind of see what he looks like. But really, it's because it's so thin. It's not like there's people battle. It's not like last year when you have people battling like Lytle and and Neuer and. Um, Oh, who's the other guy that's starting that transferred out? Lytle starting at uh, U.S., Neuer starting. Uh, Sunstrom,
1: but yeah, Sunstrom yes. the year before.
0: So, like, it's nothing like that. We can glean, oh, who's looking good, who's not. It's like, is Drew Carter going to be able to throw it forward pass? And that's what you're looking for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think, yes, I mean, he will be able to. Um, it'll be fun to see how athletic he is, I think, if they get him on some runs. But they also want him to get hurt. I don't know. I think you're going to see a lot of vanilla inside runs, six, six minute drives, ends in a field goal or a touchdown, and then they'll get off the field.
1: Not, not to distract too much, but (laughs) has CU targeted any replacements for Mason Faulkner or are they going to move Drew Carter onto the basketball roster? They're not going to move Drew
0: Carter on the basketball roster, and it goes to the other side. Julian Hammond, who played quarterback at Cherry Creek, started for like three years, is not going to play play college football. Um, no, that's not going to happen. But it could. Drew Carter okay. was something, elite eleven or something, and he was a pretty good point guard.
1: Hmm, okay. Um. Hmm, what else? What else we got?
0: Well, I I, I saw a second I about have- UNC.
1: I think. Okay, go ahead. I have no... i will say Ed McCaffrey is their head coach. Yes. That's what I know. Mm-hmm. One of his sons, I don't know which... What, like Dylan or something? Dylan. Luke. Dylan is the quarterback. Yes. yes. Yep. Um, they wear blue and gold. hmm And they have the Bears as their mascot. That's all yes. I know. I do have an autograph of Ed McCaffrey that I got at the... Um, the Dick's Sporting Goods in Longmont. I went to the grand opening, and he, he was signing footballs, and he signed a football. I, I lost nice. it, but I had it. And nice. and I still buy the Ed McCaffrey horseradish brand because of brand loyalty. Not here, though, because I don't have that. I was Denmark, about to say, but. I don't think that's worth shipping.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good start. Yeah. That's pretty much what most yeah. of us know. I mean, they haven't played a game since 2019. They canceled their season in 2020. Um, oh, 2019 right. was under a new coach, different coach. Uh, they have a, a lot of FBS transfers, so they have two, three CU transfers, two on the D line, Austin Williams and Tava Now, and then Uriah Hudson, who's the son of Chris Hudson, is is a Ooh. DB on the roster, but they aren't even starting, I think. Um, and they have a Washington State transfer, Cassidy Woods, that's currently suing Nick Rolovich, so that's fun. Um. They have their offensive coordinator. They have two, Dave Baldwin, who is an old head at at Oregon State and CSU like 20 years ago, 10 years ago. And if you want, I I will give you five bucks if you can tell me the other offensive coordinator.
1: Wait. uh, My first thought was Brian Lindgren, but then I thought about Oregon State. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I have no idea.
0: It is Max McCaffrey. Oh, who is okay. the oldest Jesus McCaffrey Christ. and who I he went, to as, he went to
1: Duke, you went to Duke or a receiver at Duke, war number 87. Of course, he did, yes. And as far as I
0: can tell, has never had a coaching job before. This is his first coaching job uh, as an
1: offensive coordinator,
0: as an offensive coordinator at a pretty decent football level, you know, higher than high school. A lot of the other staff is just Valor Christian dudes that Ed McCaffrey brought up from Valor. Um, so I. Look, they were two and eight in 2019. I don't think they got better in that time after they blew everything up. Maybe they'll have some surprises. There's absolutely no reason. There's a reason this line is crazy. There's absolutely no reason that they should hang in past the first quarter. They just shouldn't. Um, the last time they came to bowl, there was like a 27-17 win because Steven Montez just had his brain turned off for about three hours. That
1: game sucked.
0: So I, but you know that that team did not care about that game, and we still won pretty handily. It was just really annoying how close it
1: was. Um, this I will say, will though, for – Yeah, for as many young guys as they have on the team, they are actually going to, like, give a shit.
0: Well, and it's the first game back with fans in two years, right? Yeah, and the yeah. first game – Jarek Broussard, fun fact, has never run behind Ralphie. Like, it's his first game with Ralphie leading mm-hmm. him on the field. All this fun stuff. They're, they'll be pumped. They, they want to turn it up. Plus, I don't know, I, I think you want to show – well, anyways, UNC is not – please don't be anything. It should not be anything. It should be a nice cakewalk, 35-10, you know, 38-10 win. And that's what I'm expecting.
1: Um, are there any other games around the, the, the college football world that you're trying to see this weekend?
0: Yes. Are you kidding? Yes. This is like the best opening weekend of all time. I mean, tonight, really?
1: we're recording this on Thursday.
0: Tonight, you got Minnesota, yeah. Ohio State, so you can do some advanced scouting. You have uh, Boise State, UCF for the battle of the G5. That's a pretty good game. Uh, there's a few other ones that are okay tonight. And then Friday well, I mean, is... Go ahead.
1: No, you go ahead. I was going to move on to Monday.
0: <laughs> so so Friday is is basically just CU and CSU. There's not many other games. I'm. It's shocking to me that they're both playing on Friday. CSU... Last Thank God tried, not against each other. It's been so relaxing, opening against anyone but CSU. So much less garbage in my life. Um, you know, this was funny. CSU had the terrible idea of playing South Dakota State, who just won an FCS championship in the spring. Um, and that game opened at South Dakota State being favored on the road by three points. Um, <laughs> it is now a pick 'em. I don't even blame CSU. South Dakota State is like, A really good goddamn team, like it's they're really good. They are,
1: it's not why gonna would be you easy. schedule, though. Well, we did, did the we same thing. We supposed to play North Dakota. Well, we were supposed to, no, play it's NDSC last year. Uh, no, we didn't yeah, have them in and,
0: 2024, I think.
1: Oh, we did schedule them. I thought yes. we got lucky or something with the pandemic.
0: <laughs> no, we are still stupid in scheduling them. So,
1: yep. Uh, well, at least they don't have Trey Lance when we play them. No, they won't.
0: So, so that's friday and then saturday is unbelievable uh georgia clemson is the odd, obvious headliner like everyone's gonna be watching that game uh I'm, I'm timing my chili to be ready at the kick of that game so that'll be a nice double header of chili and football
1: have you um, have you learned your lesson of not making too much soup and stew
0: Yes, I'm going pretty low on the broth. Not the broth, but the, the liquid this year. I'm trying some layers. I'm trying to try to add some ground coffee in there. Um, what? Yeah, it, it it was pretty good. I tried it a bit, and I, I had to, I shut it down for the summer. But it was it's not bad. I, so I just remember,
1: I just remember one time you were making a stew, and you were so excited about it. And then two weeks later, you were still eating that yes. stew because you had made too much. Food.
0: I ate, yeah, I I did double crock pots and that was a mistake. <laughs> I I cooked hungrily. <laughs> it was a problem. Um, but yeah, so Georgia, Clemson, there's Iowa, uh, Indiana, which is a pretty good ranked matchup. LSU, UCLA, everyone's on UCLA for that game, so it'll be interesting to see why. Um, I think LSU- surely they
1: good. won't disappoint.
0: Yeah, yeah. UCLA never disappoints, right? um i i still just don't like dtr i think he's so overrated
1: um my my favorite game of the weekend Ole miss louisville yeah
0: that's points that's gonna be a lot of points
1: yep thank you um do we how do you feel about like college football playoff predictions how do you feel about like division predictions because i have done no research. I'm like not even college football mind anymore. I'm just my fantasy football team and college basketball. So.
0: Okay. Um, well, number one, as we've mentioned before, I hate how this is now a thing that we have to find the season around. Uh, okay, think-
1: okay. Never mind then. Let's start, let's start with something else. Okay. Who do you think is going to win the Pac-12 South?
0: Thank you. Much more happy. Regional petty. I like it. Uh, my money, I'm actually pretty high on USC this year. I think they're going to be far and away the best team in the South. So I think they're going to take it. I, uh, to me, this, pretty, yeah. this a pretty clear three-tier system in the South. One, USC, one, one team tier. They are the best. Is
1: Arizona team. in a bottom tier? Yes, Arizona by, by themselves. themselves in the bottom tier. Okay, and yes. what's the middle?
0: And In the middle is, is some order of ASU, UCLA, Utah, and CU. Generally, CU is going to be in the bottom of that order probably. And but, Utah should be top. Yeah, uh, Yes, I would agree. But I think there's a pretty big ceiling difference between USC and those teams. I think Utah's ceiling is like nine wins this year. I think UCLA's ceiling is like eight wins. Uh, I would say ASU is right in that eight win. And I honestly, I'm going to start fading pretty hard. I think that they're going to get tanked halfway through by the NCAA. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to end that well. Um, and Jaden Daniels is great, but I really still do not like the way that that Ross is constructed. I, I think that defense is pretty easy to exploit. I'm anti-ASU. So I think ASU. And I'm C-
1: always anti-ASU perpetually.
0: I, and I think CU. Nikhil really, Harry
1: overrated. Yeah,
0: well, yes. And cut totally overrated. Drew Lewis laid him out. Um,
1: well, Drew Lewis, that was pretty dirty. I'm going to be honest.
0: Oh, it was dirty. <laughs> uh, but they also injured Mustafa Johnson and LaVisca,
1: dirtily. So, yeah, you know, whatever. Fuck ASU.
0: So I, I think if CU had ASU scheduled, they'd have eight wins. If ASU had CU scheduled, they'd have five wins. I think it's one of those deals. Um, I think that's the second tier. And then the third tier is Arizona, who is just trying to get some excitement. And they're doing that. But I think they'll be so bad. <laughs> really bad. I think they'll be really bad.
1: So USC wins the South. Yep. drake of london is player the player yeah the he is so Pac 12 who and do they drake play in the Pac 12 champion yes the drakes yes who do they play in the Pac 12 championship
0: so the north winner i'm saying is pretty easily oregon i think they're by far the best team in the pack 12 i think they're going to be a playoff contender and if they can beat ohio state even if they can't beat ohio state they're going to look impressive enough to be right in that conversation uh, I love Anthony Brown. I loved him at BC. I loved him when he was connected to Mel Tucker coming here as a grad transfer. It didn't end up happening. Uh, and I love him at Oregon. Now I love Joe more as an offensive coordinator. I think their lines are the best lines in the West period. Um, including most big 10 teams. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau is a, is a freak. And yeah, I don't know. I think they will be really, really, really good.
1: Yeah. Uh, Oregon. I mean, it's pretty chalky. Um, Oregon State. Do you think they could be better than expected with I Sam Noyer quarterback? I think
0: they're going bowling. I hope we can beat them. I think they come to Boulder, so that should be a toss-up game.
1: Sam Noyer better get a standing ovation.
0: I hope. I hope no one boos him. At least it's it's not even his fault. Yeah. it was totally mutual. Everyone was happy with what he did. He, was, he did yeah. nothing but give his whole career to the Buffs. Like he he did. Yeah, no one should get mad.
1: Um, um I yeah. For, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to change topics.
0: Oregon State unfortunately lost the best name in the country, Hamla Carver Shad. I believe he got cut too. Yeah. So maybe he'll come back. Um, but oh no, he was at
1: training camp. He can't play.
0: They still have a a solid team, and I love Jonathan Smith. I hope they get back to a bowl. Those Mike Riley teams are so fun.
1: Yeah. Um, first coach to get fired in the Pac-12, and don't say um, ASU. Can't say Herm. No.
0: Uh, if Chip Kelly flounders, it's him. If they don't get, like, seven wins, it's going to be him.
1: My bold uh, protection, Nick Rolovich ahead. doesn't get his vaccination.
0: Mm. I don't think he did. I think he's just, quote, following the mandate and got a religious exemption.
1: What?
0: I think that's what happened, yeah.
1: Jesus. Um, oh, I mean...
0: <laughs> I guess my my wild card take is I think Washington's going to be really disappointing again this year, and I think if that happens, they might try to jump ship real quick. But maybe not. I mean, it's only mm. two years in, but that's two. Off
1: that's of Go ahead. Off of Jimmy Lake, who almost took the CEO job.
0: Yes, well, and he, I mean, what's his problem is that he's just terrible hiring. John Donovan is the worst offensive coordinator in Power Five football. Period. He's awful. Um. I don't think they're going to do well this year. I, in fact, I think CU-Washington is going to be a pretty good toss-up game. There would have been a really good championship game if other people could follow the COVID policies, but they couldn't, so.
1: <laughs> or if they followed this year's COVID policies, yeah. in which CU would have gotten two forfeit wins. That's exactly right. Hell yeah. Um, let's see. Any other? who? So USC or Oregon in the Pac-12 championship?
0: Uh, Oregon. I think Oregon's going 12 and 1 okay. this year. I'm, I'm really high on them.
1: Do they make the playoffs?
0: Um, so, this is the ladder up thing. It, de- it really depends on what you think of the SEC this year. I think it's my book, my little guidebook. Oh, yeah. Uh, I personally am pretty down. I think this is the one year Alabama couldn't just reload um, on the lines. I think Mm -hmm. they're actually going to be not as solid, especially because they're a freshman quarterback coming in. I know Tua was also a freshman, but everyone can't be Tua. Um, I think it depends on how good you think Georgia is, too. If Georgia can knock them out uh, in the championship game, Georgia's going to the playoff 100%.
1: Even if they lose to Clemson? Yeah, probably. Yes.
0: Um, I think if you assume Ohio State's going to take a spot, which I am, I'm assuming that. Yeah. And if you assume Oklahoma is going to take a spot, which I am.
1: I'm not. Why not? Oh, um, I, well, I don't want to assume anything uh, with the Big 12 missing out on the playoff two consecutive years because of accidentally screwing themselves over. <laughs> um, <laughs> I also, I mean, Iowa State could be nice. Like that—that that wouldn't shock me if Iowa State ended up winning the Big Twelve. Huh. Um,
0: okay. I like Iowa State. Wins. I like Spencer Rattler so much more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that Iowa State is like going to be the hipster pick to make the playoff this year. I I just like I would like to see a successful, um, Iowa State season. I think that'd be really fun. Especially as an MVP like They have a over lot over of high end talent. As they yeah. bounce, yeah. And there's no shot for you, Texas, getting into the conversation no. of the Big 12s. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Who's who's that quarterback who switched us?
0: Hudson Card. Well, Casey Thompson's the guy who killed us. Hudson Card is their starter.
1: What? Casey Tom? He didn't. He didn't get the starting job. I know. It's insane. He should have. How? He's so uh, talented.
0: Different. Different coach. Stark wants something else. I guess.
1: Shit. Oh shit.
0: Damn. Yeah, I. I- I don't think you're going to see two SEC teams this year. It'll be interesting to see if Clemson can do it. An easy way for Oregon to get in is if Georgia beats Clemson, Clemson has a scare or a loss. against another ACC team, which shouldn't happen because the ACC is just terrible this year.
1: And mm-hmm. um, has been.
0: Right. I Honestly, like, BC might be one that, like, if, if BC knocks them off, Clemson's out, period. And... You know, you have to assume maybe if Oregon beats Ohio State, if they beat Ohio State, they just have to cruise and they're going to go in easy. Undefeated Oregon with an Ohio State win, easy. You have to when
1: win. when does Oregon play Ohio State? I am clearly behind week two. Shit, and do you know if that's during the day, Mountain Time?
0: I don't know if they have a TV announced for
1: that. <laughs> um, okay, I want to watch, but I don't want to wake up at three AM for it.
0: Yeah, and that, that's a tall order. I don't, you know, I don't think they will beat Ohio State. Um, it's at mm-hmm. Ohio state, but if the, it's 10 AM kickoff mountain time. Oh, sick. Um, that's perfect. I don't know. I'm really high in the PAC 12 this year. They have five ranked teams at the beginning, which ties the big 10 for the most in the country. Um, granted, you know, <laughs> the big 10s ranked like one through 15 and the PAC 12s ranked like 10 through 25, but it still counts. Damn it. Um,
1: yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I I I don't mind that prediction at all. I think it's pretty it's pretty ballsy to pick Oregon for the playoff, which you're well, clearly doing. And what's your pick? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. Okay. Well, <laughs> I have absolutely I no that. idea.
0: I personally wish we didn't have to think about the playoff at all. I wish it, the whole conversation centered around who's going to win the conference. Everything past that is fake.
1: You know, I until I think. Three weeks ago, I thought Kellen Mond was starting for Texas a <laughs>
0: No, they have a guy named Haynes King.
1: <laughs> no, I know that now, and I know that Kellen Mond is a third-round pick and is on the Vikings currently, but mm-hmm. I did not know that a couple weeks ago.
0: And he'll probably and play like, when Kirk yeah. Cousins eventually, you know, uh, COVID himself out of uh, a few starting spots.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to pick Kellen Mond as my Heisman. He was going to be my Heisman winner in my predictions. Okay. <laughs> And then I didn't see him on, like, the sports Dad, books. Now, and I was like, cool why prediction. isn't he? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I think my favorite dark horse is Bijan Robinson again because he averaged, like, 10 yards per carry last year. But there's absolutely no chance he's going to win it on his Texas team. That's, that's just okay. <sighs> but I don't know. The last two Heismans, I I've, I, I became the Ralph Report Heisman writer the past few years. Yes, even though ironically I'm not the one on staff with the vote, um, but uh, like Lamar or Joe Burrow and Devontae Smith, no one had them even within like a hundred to one odds. Like we yeah. just, there's just no telling, because it's such a narrative award too. I don't know.
0: Well. I I mean, I will say Burrow at least is, I mean, you can say it's a narrative award, but that was the greatest season you're ever going to see from a college quarterback.
1: Oh, and Devontae Smith had one of the best receiving seasons ever. Probably the best since Larry Fitzgerald, maybe even better than Larry Fitzgerald. So let me
0: ask you this question in a, in a pie in the sky world. Yes. CU goes, let's say nine and three and Jarek Broussard goes for 2000 yards. Is that a Heisman winner?
1: No, because you have to look at all the running back stats Of all the second, third, fourth place finishers in years previous, because Bryce 2,000,
0: right, and he didn't get Heisman.
1: No, and his team was better. Also, Um, trying to think of all those like UCF running backs, like Kevin Johnson, like eighth place in Heisman. Yeah,
0: that's too. It really is a shame. I think that's the main evolution too. Like, yeah, two thousand yards. It's been like eight seasons ever. You feel like you have to give it to him, but...
1: No, no, no. That's not at all how Heisman works.
0: I know. That's what's annoying.
1: Like, Colt Brennan, I think, was, like, ninth... Also ripped Colt Brennan. He was, uh, like, ninth in Heisman voting the year he threw, like, 58 touchdown passes. Right. Like, they do not care. Unless you're Lamar Jackson, just having just a truly magnificent, transcendent season, you cannot win it unless you're, like, a top-ten team. Yeah. Even the Dominican Sioux finished fourth place in the Heisman voting.
0: And that was too high.
1: No okay. I'm not gonna defend the Dominican Sioux, but I, I, I have a different opinion.
0: <laughs> I think Broomy just
1: got baited. Um anybody Eden Slovis would be like the one guy in the Pac twelve who has like a decent shot.
0: Uh unless like typical has like, an insane like three sack a game season, you know.
1: No, because Chase Young didn't even get close to the Heisman winner, That's and he true, was actually. just absolutely filthy. That's
0: true. I mean, Thibodeau is going to be a top five pick. He is insanely good.
1: Yes, but the thing is, if Sue didn't win the Heisman, if he didn't even finish top three, there's never going to be another deep like defensive player who wins it. That sucks. Yeah, Chase Young was fourth.
0: Yeah, Slovis is your and best this- bet.
1: Not even Drake London, as cool as he is. No chance.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's going to be, unless Jaden Daniels like comes out of nowhere and, and has like a gigantic season and ASU goes like eight, 11 and 1 or something.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, that could be a little more Jackson model, but he's not that good. No. Uh, do you want to go on paper making your Heisman prediction?
0: Yeah. It's just going like, I mean. fun. My record will be Spencer Rattler. I think he's going to win the
1: Heisman. Okay. I how do you say the word stop. rattler? Rattler.
0: It's more fun to say it that way. I've noticed it's more fun to say rattler than it is rattler. <laughs> that's how I say. I say rattle.
1: Rattler. Rattlers. Rattler, rattler snake. Rattler snake. I don't know how I say it anymore. I almost got bit by rattler snake at Gateway Jeez. in North Boulder because okay. it was just it was just sitting there and that's I didn't they do. see it. And I almost walked, like, right into it. it Were the animal control people. I don't remember. I just remember not paying attention. And then the animal control people, like, pushing me out of the way. (laughs) And then looking and seeing a giant snake. (laughs) So that would have been sick.
0: (laughs) Snakes are freaky, man.
1: Uh, I miss Gateway. It's the little things that you miss when you're gone. Gateway. I miss bovas. um, Nice. I miss... It's so good. And then I miss um fucking it's sad, but I miss Chipotle. Like just Mexican food that <laughs> I can just go get. Because the Mexican food in Europe is absolute garbage. I've heard it's that so many bad. times. Yeah.
0: I I mean I'm it's excited to get back up there on Friday. I'm sure I'll see plenty of people there. Um and I'm glad that they we get to be in the stands. Um so I'm yeah, I'm glad that I'll be stopping by a few of my favorite places, though it sounds like Sounds like the Walrus reopened, which is good, um, and you know everything else is closing. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just excited to be back in Boulder for a football game, man. Even if it's like basically a glorified scrimmage. No offense, UNC.
1: Get me a Faisal from Boba's as a remembrance to me, please.
0: And I'll say as a remembrance. Okay, I'll say that. This this yes, is for yes. Thank you. Yes. This in is memory. for Sam.
1: Okay. Yes. They don't know my name there. They just know my face and my order.
0: <laughs> they know your <laughs> order. Look at you.
1: Well, c- well can I get a fazel with no onions. Because I, I don't like onions. Fun fact about me. Um, hey, well, that's dumb. Anything else we got? We, who, uh, who do you think is going to win the national championship?
0: I, my heart says Oklahoma, but I don't think it's going to be Oklahoma. I have no clue this year. I mean, Alabama's boring. I don't think I'm going to say Alabama.
1: Hmm.
0: maybe Ohio
1: you know State what? I'm going to say I'm going to say fuck it and say Oklahoma
0: good nice
1: because I, I know because who, who I know who our boss is nice and he would be very happy with that I think that it's just it seems like a transition year for Alabama a little bit like they're graduating like they, they lost so much talent and I know it's Alabama so it doesn't really matter
0: but you can't keep um, but doing Ohio- especially
1: on the quarterback spot. You just can't yeah. keep going,
0: yeah. cycling through and, and hitting gold. It just doesn't work.
1: Ohio State has a brand new quarterback. They're loaded at receiver, and apparently their like, five-star freshman running back is already just insanely yeah. good. But you're still relying a lot on those young guys.
0: I mean, you're relying on C.J. Stroud to be really good. <laughs>
1: Clemson, we need to see what D.J. Ulele is.
0: Uyunglele. I know he was...
1: Oh, yeah, Galele. Brian Brees is amazing, too. I started watching his highlights. Oh, my God. That guy just throws yeah. people around. Yeah, he's fucking <laughs> sick. He's fun. Uh, Oklahoma. I'm going to say it. Let's go.
0: Yeah, they have a good mix. The defense will be better this year. And Rattler is just the best single player in college football. And he's just electric. I just love watching that dude play.
1: Yeah. And he's better than Jalen Hurts. Okay. Are, are we done? Anything else? Um, I'm done. Let's save our other big season preview stuff for next week, and then we can do that then.
0: Okay, get ready for the a game. We're going to have a lot of stuff coming out for that.
1: Oh, right. Yes, I'm not going to be part of that. Okay, <laughs> see you, Jack. See ya. Boss. 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 Buffs!